1: Stunning defeat for Joe Biden's amendments at the World Health Organization. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this involves the 75th World Health Assembly meeting in Geneva, Switzerland. Joe Biden and the administration attempted to present 13 proposed amendments to the international health regulations that would empower the World Health Organization, or WHO for its acronym, to unilaterally declare a public health emergency for any reason. They failed miserably, although you're not going to necessarily see that in the media. The Biden administration is actually trying to spin this as a victory for the Biden administration. And in fact, it is a stunning defeat, Holly. It certainly
2: is, Matt. And, you know, this is this is a great victory and it shows the power of the people. We, the people, when we speak up, and we are aware of what's going on, we can be victorious. And here's a great example. I mean, it all started with one journalist who started looking into this. You know, the Biden administration wrote these um, these proposal, uh, proposed amendments in January and didn't say anything about them. There was no press conference. There was no public PR, anything like that. And James happened to find these at the end of March and they didn't go public until April 12th, and then he started getting on the horn, spreading the word, and we got wind of it and started spreading the word. And, and there weren't
1: that many people messaging no, on this, and no, nobody really knew about it. And that was intentional from the Biden administration. He wanted to not notify of Congress, not. and he wanted to keep this from the American public.
2: And they don't exactly abide by their own rules in these.
1: Well, here's just a summary of what he wanted to do, and then what actually happened. And you can see how they're trying to spin this as a major victory.
2: And remember the WHO is in partnership with the Chinese Communist Party. So this is what we sure. would have handed our sovereignty over to. and this would have been sovereignty uh, handing
1: sovereignty over to it. So the Biden administration wanted to present 13 amendments to the International Health Regulations, or the IHR. These amendments actually are to the IHR, that go back to 2005, that were actually agreed to during the George W. Bush presidency. It was a problem back then, but it made it even worse with these amendments. Bottom line is he wanted to give incredible unilateral power to the WHO, including to a single person, the Director General, right now who is Ted Dross, someone who's a communist Chinese sympathizer, who has been associated with a terrorist socialist organization in Ethiopia, wanted to give him unilateral power to declare a public health emergency for any reason over the objection of the nation state and then impose directives. The public health emergency could be for diseases, viruses, could be for climate change, could be for access to abortion A whole wide variety of things. Anything that he decides. And then that would then um, affect 194 member nations, and they would issue directives and try to enforce that through a number of mechanisms. So that's what Biden wanted to do, 13 amendments that would literally give incredible power and also— expand it to climate change and other kinds of things and so forth
2: and don't forget that bill gates is the largest private funder of the who so put him and the chinese communist party together what you got you
1: basically have them controlling exactly. the who and that's who essentially controls it now so biden wanted to do that he wanted to shorten the time frame once an amendment is passed from 18 months to six months why six months well because if they would have passed in May, which he hoped that they would pass in May, then they would become effective before the new Congress is seated in January 2023. Well, first of all, 12 of the 13 amendments were rejected by other nations. Then the 13th Amendment that would shorten the time from 18 months to 6 months actually was modified, so now it's 10 months, meaning that whatever would be approved, if anything, would then not become effective until sometime in 2023 when we have a new Congress. At that point in time, a new Congress could clearly step in and stop him. So that was a big defeat. Now, the other 12 were defeated, so it doesn't give that huge additional authority. In fact, there's some other nations that began to jump on board to object as the crescendo of messaging continued to build. On this side of the ocean in the United States, members of Congress began to see the problems, and the Freedom Caucus uh, in Congress, made up of many House members in the U.S. House, uh, objected. Governor Ron DeSantis objected. Some senators objected as well. There's now a bill in the House as well in the Senate to weaken and or withdraw from the WHO altogether. So that began to happen. Then the messaging began to be understood by international countries as well. Eventually, you had other countries joining in opposition, Africa, Brazil, Brunei, uh, Nambia, Bangladesh, Russia, Malaysia, India, even China and Iran expressed reservations or objected to some of the proposed amendments.
2: It's important to note here they didn't do it the traditional a vote from each country or each member state as they should have. They realized they weren't getting the majority vote. Many times during these sessions, maybe only half the room was filled. So they started doing other means to try to push these through. And they revised these amendments three times to get them through. And they started having these backroom discussions privately, sending emails privately, instead of doing it the the actual right way of having a vote from all the member states. So they were trying this way to get them through. And they still failed. Right. And countries started getting wind of what was going on. They're saying, no, we don't want to hand over our sovereignty. Some have even said, we're going to withdraw from the WHO if you push
1: this through. Like Brazil threatened to withdraw completely from the WHO Mm -hmm. if they push this through. So what ultimately did pass is a modified version of one of the 13th Amendment that Biden presented, and that was really watered down. So instead of 18 months, it's now 10 months. It really pushes it to about a 12 month time period after an amendment is actually uh, uh, passed or approved. So that means whatever they were passed, it's not going to be before the new Congress, and it would be in, in the new Congress in 2023. The other amendments that were rejected are gone, the 12. They're presently off the table. There were a couple of amendments that were added during the WHO by other countries, and those uh, essentially give additional authority to the states as opposed to giving additional authority to the WHO. But it's not over. So here's the bottom line. Big win at this point in time big loss for the Biden administration. And don't believe the media hype that you're getting from the Biden administration. The media really is confused about what's happening over there. And it's not necessarily all their fault. This is an international body, and they try to hide what they're doing. And it's not as easy to understand what they're doing, like it may be, for example, a legislation here in the United States. So it's it's a new territory for them. And obviously, they have a an agenda, and some of them just don't like to research. But at any rate, They're taking the talking points of the Biden administration, which is trying to save face, uh, which really had a miserable defeat. However, they're coming back, and that means they have a follow-up meeting in June. They have a follow-up meeting in November, and they also have a follow-up meeting on August 1 with regards to a new pandemic treaty. And so there's two tracks. One is more amendments. They have future meetings uh, this year on looking at additional amendments to the WHO. So this is not over. And the second thing is they're wanting to propose a new pandemic treaty. And they're meeting on August 1 to roll out this working draft of the new pandemic treaty. So we're going to continue to watch it. We still need to voice our concerns to members of Congress so that they can be educated and they can make a difference and act quickly to stop any more ceding of American sovereignty to the WHO.
2: You know, and what is interesting, Matt, and almost really hysterical, is that they don't, they really don't follow their own rules. They revise these amendments three times. And according to the rules, Article 55, Section 2 of the International Health Regulations, it requires that amendments to be submitted at least four months Prior to the World Health Assembly. So these revisions are really fraudulent because, and they even have that stated in the revised documents they submitted, that rule, but yet they're violating it, saying, okay, we've approved this. So it's really confusing, but also they've just violated their own rule. So it seems fraudulent at at face.
1: Well, you know, this is a real problem with regards to the who. The who especially is using this uh, to advance its global authority as a result of the pandemic, using that as an excuse. For more information about this issue, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash who, lc.org forward slash who.
0: You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.